Are the Wizards just a two-man team? Welcome back to the DMV Sports Roundtable with Dimitri and Jamal and George and our special guest just returning to the WTOP Sports Department, Frank mm-hmm. Hanrahan, who you can also uh, see on Channel 9. And Chris Chion is taking a sick day. So for once, guys, I don't have to say Chi will be with us later because <laughs> he's not even in the building. How many sick days do you get in this? Uh, I, sick days I think the get? contract is like seven, huh, seven right. days. Mm-hmm. So uh, I referenced the two-man team. Of course, uh, uh, both Wall and Beal, all-stars. And Georgie, I heard you say on the air, it's been 10 years since we've had teammates Two. doing that on the Yeah, yeah Karan Butler, Antoine Jameson. Yep. And Beal's the first, first wizard time. since Wall to make the all-star team since those guys did. Yeah, so that's kind of great, except that they can't beat a, a sub-500 team. No. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> he's also in the three-point contest, too. We should, we should mention that, that, <laughs> oh, is that Beal right? is also yeah. in the three-point contest. We haven't had anybody since, what, Tim Legler to enter the three-point yeah. contest to participate? Wow. So that that call. should be something. That's the last oh. one I remember. I remember him. I remember uh, Rex Chapman. I don't think anybody Wait, else. So Beal's definitely doing three? Beal's doing a three-point contest. He's in. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I, I'm trying to think who the last. Yeah, I guess it was Tim Legler. Yeah. That's the only one I can, yeah, that's wow. only one I can think of. I can't think of anybody else since then. Can I, can I say one thing about the All-Star game? If it's such an important thing to make it, then let's make the game important. Thank I know you. they're changing up the the way they're doing it this year with drafting, which you can't even see, by the way. Right. Uh, but at least at least try to play some defense. They only scored two hundred points like yeah. two years ago. I mean, it, <laughs> come on, man. We, we want to see that, and yeah. we don't want we want to see it before yes. you know two or three minutes left in the fourth quarter when all of a sudden right, you want to play right. defense where you've been you know basically well that's doing when they, a, well, it's yeah, an extended uh, warm up and dunk contest. That's when they want to win and get the extra money. But do you think that this this new format is really going to work? No. We, we, we've no. seen the NFL go to this <laughs> no. in, with, with the yeah, Pro Bowl yeah. and have Michael Irvin and Jerry Rice do a fantasy football style draft oh, and yeah. do a whole waste of a time What's show. What's going to happen when LeBron doesn't pick his teammates? That's why it's behind closed doors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Secret. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So how, how would they make the game matter? I mean, would there be some Play uh, playoff implications? Just play some defense, man. I don't um, think that, that that doesn't work. I mean, yeah. it worked in baseball, I suppose. Uh-huh. You know, when they, but, when but they, they put removed, it in. But they seven, removed right. it in baseball, right. too. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's anything you can do to make that any better. I don't know. It's, I, besides what Frank said is mm-hmm. actually show up and, and play a game. I think Shaq said it when they played. He was on last night, the, the team only or players mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, when I played, you know, when, when Isaiah played, they showed up to play. Right. These guys, so they, they, it's a, for them, it's, it's a party weekend. It's a party yeah. weekend, yeah. and it's something, it's bragging rights. I'm, a, I'm an all star. But beyond that, they don't really, you know, have any stock in being just, an all star. By the way, so I just, is it, so is the Pro Bowl and the NHL All Star game the same day this weekend? The Pro Bowl is also on Sunday, the Boom. 28th, 28th oh, there and 29th. You go. So, thank you. Good night, everybody. I, I, I guarantee you, the more people will probably watch the NHL. I don't think I've watched the All Star game. Yeah, in in three or four years. I watched Saturday night. Magic kiss. I watched Saturday night, night. Yeah. and maybe I'll yeah. tune in here and there, you know, throughout the game. But I don't sit there and watch it. Exactly. Yeah, no, you can't. No, the Saturday night three point dunk contest. I don't even watch the skills contest. I mean, it's okay. Nah. Mm-hmm. That stuff drags on, too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Well, it that's does. a larger conversation yeah, about then, professional sports. Yeah, the, general, yeah, except maybe yeah. baseball. I guess more people watch. Mm-hmm. You know, you that. throw one, throw in the, uh, they still doing the two ball, that garbage. I have I no idea. So. The one with the, you have like Dominique Wilkins and somebody from uh, the WNBA team and, and someone from the current uh, oh, team. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Three ball, two no ball, idea. whatever the hell that is. Where is the All-Star game this year? L.A. Uh, of course. Yeah. In L.A. 
Mm-hmm. That's even there. You go. It's even more of a. Oh yeah, it's it's all about entertainment. It's be glitz and glamour, but not much substance. Remember to when it. it was here? Do you remember that? It was here? I do remember. When and it was, it was low scoring. They actually <laughs> played. They played yes. some balls. Did that it was right? like one. Oh, it was like yeah. literally. It was like one sixteen, one thirteen. That was it. When was that? What was that? Two thousand three. Oh three. Oh two thousand. Eighteen years ago. It's a totally different game. Yeah. Yep. Totally different mentality of of, uh, of players. I do want to get back to the, how the Wizards are doing or not doing. Uh, they're in, not. I mean, the season's halfway Jamal's over here, so what is going on right. in the locker room? Is what the, I want to know. Oh, is that is that the cause? What of this is the or? problem in the locker room? That's. I mean, it's something. You can't be. You you think you first of all you think you're better than you are. We've had this conversation on here before that if you when you can't beat sub 500 teams and you play up to your competition, you think that you are in the league. Beating them, they're getting blown out. They're getting by blown them. away. You think you're in a league with. Golden State and, and uh, Houston and the upper echelon teams who can turn it on. You think that you're playing for a championship. You're not. You think that you can cruise to the playoffs and then turn it on and overlook. You can't overlook anybody. At this point, how can they? How many mm-hmm. sub-500 teams they got to lose to to realize you are not that good? They have You're not no there right. Yet. They yeah. have not earned any right to take exactly. any nights off. They and think I they've don't arrived. Care, I don't care that you say it's January. You, This team is not good enough to just flip the switch no. in the playoffs either. They don't have and a And the way they're going, they're going to play Boston in the first round anyway. And get bounced. I mean, I think I tweeted this couple months ago, I said, how can you play down to competition when you've never played up above right. it? The only time mm-hmm. you can play down is if you're champions. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You can never say that. And I Golden think, State can say, hey, we right. played down to our level. Cleveland could Cleveland do that. Can say we that. Are right. champs. The Wizards yeah. cannot say that. But it drives me crazy every time I hear that. Them beating Boston on Christmas Day. Yeah. Right. That kind, they kind of crowned themselves. Boston played down to the competition. You could say that. You could say that. Zing. They don't see it like that. I know. They uh, think they're they're equal to or maybe uh, better than Boston, which they are not. No. Yeah. It's but the record shows that Boston is 30, 30 something and fourteen. You know, to piggyback, you know, your 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 point about the locker room. I was never a big Paul Pierce fan, still not. But he did have that interesting comment where he yeah. said players would come at halftime and check their Instagram and their mm-hmm. Facebook and their Twitter <laughs> at halftime yeah. about what people were saying the about them. Yeah. So that's another issue altogether with this millennial deal is mm-hmm. the concern of your image far more than the concern of winning games, which would only help your image. Right. But it's this infatuation with me, me, me rather than the team. I think that's the key with this team. Yeah, and they I mean, make it seem like is Markeith Morris, what's the thing? What was the thing last week? He's really upset about Porter's deal or something. That's why he's not playing well or doesn't care. Yeah, it was a rumor. Markeith, yeah, he is, I, yeah. I like Markeith Morris. Oh, I'd bench him right now. But Mar- Markeith floats in and out. And right now. He's not playing well, is he? No. He floats and he has good games and then he, then he doesn't and he disappears. And next thing you know, he gets hurt and he's out for, you know, uh, 20 some odd games. Right. With the trade deadline coming up. Float him out there, see what oh. you can get. You Look, don't have many assets because Ernie is his. The bench, there's no got bench. Tied up in all nothing. these. I mean, something. Somebody will take him. Listen, Porter. Plus, he's got a he's got a great deal. Who? Yeah. He's on a very friendly oh, that, that, that deal that, that the Suns mm-hmm. tricked oh, yeah, him yeah. into taking. Yeah. What he's game was it the that. other night? Morris. Uh, uh, not Morris. Yeah, Morris, Gortat, and Porter combined eight points. Yeah, that right? was uh, Dallas. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Everybody was terrible. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, 
Do uh, Wall and Beal, Frank, suffer from the same kind of... Uh, I don't mean to throw all millennials under the bus, but you're the, <laughs> I, you, you I talked will. about the social... <laughs> I will. I mean, you I talked will. about all the social media stuff. Those guys are team leaders, though. Much more is expected of them. Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're all-stars for a reason. They put up the numbers, uh, but... To my concern is it is that leadership quality that is lacking for whatever reason mm-hmm. when they sort of threw Otto Porter under the bus by saying, hey, we need to expect more of Otto yeah. Porter. Wall said that. Scott Brooks said that, which I was a little surprised by. The coach looking to sort of anoint the blame as to why they're not succeeding. It's everybody, and it starts with your two best players. I've always said this, your best player arguably has to be your best leader. Should and be. that's the that's the issue, I think, with Wall. Beal's almost there. Uh, and I, actually, I like Beal and the way he's handled himself this year and the way he's handled his, his, uh, his press uh, availability and, and the like. But then you, you just, at some point, you got to stop talking and, and, and acting. Because every time it's, we know what the issue is. Well, figure it out right. and don't let it happen again. And it continues to happen over and over again. My thing is they're leaders just in principle. Right. Because they're not actually leading yeah. anything. No. I right, think I that get. Frank brought up Paul Pierce, and I thought Paul Pierce in his short time, I wish he would have at least given it one more season because that's what he was trying to mold them to, to mm-hmm. get them to that point and try to get them to see that, yes, you are the face of the franchise, you are the future of the franchise, but with that comes responsibility of leading the franchise and being leaders in the locker room, not just on the floor but and not just by example, but leading them with words of not only encouragement, but you can get on them when you need to get on them. It's almost like mm-hmm. you need to take on a mentality of a coach. Just like a coach needs to figure out what buttons he needs to press with each and every one of his players because everybody responds to different things. Mm-hmm. When you're a leader, you need to be able to do the same thing. Say what you want about Kobe, but he Kobe? was able yeah. to do that. He knew what to do with certain people mm-hmm. and how to get them in certain places and motivate them and get them focused. Jordan, not known as people say he's selfish, but he kept everything in line. He got everybody where they were supposed to be, where Phil Jackson didn't have to go back and do that. But now I look to Scott has to see that that's not getting done. So now you're the head coach. You step in, you take control of that locker room and you demand what you need to demand of your players. Now you want them to be leaders. You're the top leader. You're the top dog. You're supposed to be able to step in when they are not, when your so-called leaders and best players are not doing the job. Mm-hmm. It's your job to take over and you control it until they can take the reins and handle it themselves. I would I would bench Gortat and uh, he should have been and Morris for- and start Scott and Ubre and go small and say what the heck. Might as well. Let's just go with it and. To your point about Scott Brooks, when he came out and said, we've got to make change, and then he didn't make any changes. changes. It's like me telling my three kids, hey, next time you do that, you're going to go to your room. And they do it. Eh, it's okay. You can stay in the living room. Stay outside and chill with daddy. No, it's just unbelievable. At least do something. He didn't do anything. And luckily, they won that game. But then they lose to Dallas, and it's you know we're repeating the same cycle. We're not in danger of, uh, when I say we, the Wizards, they're not in danger of missing the playoffs. Oh, no, they'll be fine. No, it's the East. It's it's the East still. And Mm -hmm. what about other basket cases like the Cleveland Cavaliers? Well, I don't know what's what's going on (laughs) over there. I can't. Well, something's going to happen. It seems like they're getting close to a deal for George Hill, like they need another guard. Like another one? Right. But they're talking about um, Iman Shumpert and. Channing Fry. Oh, but nobody wants nobody Channing wants Fry. No. You got to, or, or Rose got to move. Somebody's got to go. 
So is Isaiah Thomas playing at all? He is. He is. Okay. He's back. He's, okay. he's playing. Um, Shows you how much I'm paying attention. If you bring in, <laughs> you bring but in Hill. Someone mentioned today he's on the trade block. Really? Who's that? Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah. Really? Because there was a thing on Twitter, a, a caption uh, of Isaiah on his phone, and said, "It said Dan, they call, calling Danny Ainge. He goes, the plan's working out to perfection." I think everybody, everybody's <laughs> on the block because LeBron is the GM and the head coach. Everybody's on the block. You see a quote from Dan Black, Kevin Dan, Love now Blatt, for some reason. Who used to coach them? Black. Yeah, I right? saw that. You see that quote? Yeah. He's back coaching overseas, and he said somebody's team goes. Well, hopefully we don't give up as many points as the Cavaliers <laughs> <we're> giving up. <laughs> Tristan Thompson is not safe. I don't think anybody's safe unless your name is LeBron James. You're not safe. Anybody well, on the team can go. LeBron's farewell tour. And they lo- they love making all these. How are they affording all these people? Yeah. Every you you turn around and they're making a move at the deadline for a big name. They bring in a big free agent. They give Tristan, Tristan Thompson a boatload of money. What is the luxury tax yeah. like over there? Because they how are you paying all these folks? Will it be them and Golden State in the finals no. again? No, no, no. I don't think so. I think either uh, Boston. Or I gotta Toronto. say, Boston. Toronto. Yeah. fizzles out in the playoffs. They I do. can I cannot mm-hmm. ride with them. They do great in the regular season. I don't get fooled by them. But that and that uh, that's the frustrating part about the Wizards guys is they should be the two seed. Yeah. If yeah. you look at their talent level. Yeah. And this is the perfect opportunity. That's exactly right. Perfect opportunity. Yeah. Miami has a better there. record, right? Than yeah, the we're yes. not even number Miami. one in our own division. Three players on the Heat. I, I challenge you. Is Juwan Howard still play? Juwan, <laughs> I think he's on the staff. He's on the You got three name three Miami Heat players. I know. Warren Dragons, Hassan Whiteside, Tyler Johnson. Wow, Tyler Johnson. Good pull. <laughs> See? And after three? After uh, that, I'm done. <laughs> I got nothing else for you after that. James Ennis. Bonus. And nobody Bosh, knows who Wade, James Ennis is. Wade and LeBron. <laughs> yeah, no, the Wizards are fifth in the East behind yeah, Miami. they're fifth. Yeah. Since we're talking about teams that, that having, uh, we're having issues, the Cavs are having issues, was it warranted for Jason Kidd to get fired from mm-hmm. a team that's now seventh, two games behind the Wizards and have beaten the Wizards handily the last have beaten times. the Wizards. I have a, a twenty four and twenty two. Something must be else been going on there. I, don't I know. think it's got to be something with the front a office. That's a that's not a bad job, is it? I mean, that's a job you want. Yeah, no, but it's a great job. Yeah. I don't. You know what? Jabari Parker has just been down for Simon in the G League. He's coming back at some point this season, maybe after the, the All Star break. He'll be back. <sighs> Thon Maker is a work in progress, but he has all the the tools to be a very good big man. We all know what Atenacupo can do. Mm-hmm. You add Eric Bledsoe. You got Malcolm Brogdon, who was Rookie of the Year last year. Tony Snell. Maybe they need some more shooters. And you have Chris Middleton. When healthy, is a very good, is a very underrated shooting guard. I look at that team, and that's there are a lot of young pups on that team that you can grow with and you can mold. And, and I think Jason Kidd was doing a pretty good job of that. I don't know who else you're going to bring in. Did something else come be... out about that? Like what? No, not yet. No. But so, I, yeah, I, you got to presume it's something yeah. between him and the front office. Sure. Right? Because the, the players want him there. So it's not that. Oh, well, yeah. He said Giannis called to try to save his job. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just why Dusty Baker's not here in D.C. Yeah. The owner didn't like him. That's what the deal is in Milwaukee. Yeah. The guy signing your check is like, you know what? I don't like giving this guy this <laughs> amount of money for what I'm getting out of it. That's true. One game over 500. See you later. And that's the thing about this league, guys. It's just, you, you, you're, I'm not surprised anymore when no, anybody no. gets fired because, no. hell, you know, not saying Scott Brooks is on is going to be on the hot seat, but 
You never know. He could be. He could be. I mean, he kinda, just never know. Halfway is. I yeah, mean, given I mean, the any of these guys well, play on the team. Ted and Ernie are not going to pull the trigger on it. They're not going to do it. They, that's just not. What they? What he signed? A six five year deal? Oh yeah, seven year. They're not seven gonna, mil per. Yeah, so they're not signed. going to. But if Jason Kidd, who has who has had success in Milwaukee, and he turned that team around. They weren't anything when he got there. They've been a play were playoff team last year. So and they're headed in the right direction to be one of the better teams in the East. But if he gets fired, Doesn't I matter. mean you gotta look at it, you know, yeah. all bets might be off, but we don't have that sort of I don't see Ted and Ernie making this sort of move, but the argument could be made that Brooks should be on the hot seat. If you mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from that perspective, sure. why not? You always should be. That's the thing. You always should be. Uh, yeah, that, you know what? That's, that's a good money. point. No, and and they get too comfortable. It's such a free. Yeah, and oh, they get you get complacent. But I want to see. Is I don't. Where is Scott Brooks from Oklahoma City? Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Is this how he coached in OKC? Yeah, I mean, it was. What was the criticism with him? It was. I mean, at one point he had all three of those guys. You had Harden, Westbrook, Westbrook, Harden, yeah. and Durant. <laughs> and and Serge Ibaka when he was young. Yeah, a young Serge Ibaka. Uh, how do you go wrong with those four? Yeah. What a gig! I don't. I don't know. What a gig! <laughs> yeah. What a gig! No, it's it, look. Coaching in the NBA is unbelievable. It can't be that hard, eh? Then you got seven assistants. Yeah. yeah. You got your analytics guy. You got your defensive guy. You got your shooting guy. So to your point, like, yeah, what exactly is that coach doing? Hey, come on in, yeah. guys. Come on. Hey, no, work hard. Push hard. You've seen them at halftime. play the last two minutes in the game. Exactly. But you've seen them at halftime. And most times, the players are controlling what's going on during the halftime. Yeah. LeBron is over there drawing up plays. Ty Lue is, is he's got the best seat in the it's house. It's like you have to have a coach. You, yeah. Yes. You, you, you can't. Unless you go. Remember Orlando had Tree Rollins as the player's coach. That's Was that right. the last one? Tree. Can they do that? Can LeBron <laughs> be a player's yeah. coach? But, I mean, no, no. if you look at the, the most uninspiring Timeout speeches and halftime speeches got to come from NBA coaches. They're the driest things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, there's no sort of you wonder. You don't wonder why teams come out flat because, hey, guys, look, uh, you know, hustle up, uh, get up and down the floor. uh, It's got to be it's got to be. Uh, you know, a broken record when he keeps saying we got to find guys to compete. We can't play. We're not playing defense. We're not getting up for teams under five hundred. to instill that. Well, yeah, but I mean, at some point, at some point, these guys are professionals. They're making. They're making hey, the, the blame twenty times both the sides. money that they are. I mean, at some point, True. you have to. You have to bring it. Yeah, I mean, the blame falls on both sides. But you have you have to be able to, as a coach, be able to inspire your team and get on your team and, and get them. On the page, do you you do you think Belichick has to go through all that? No, because they respect what he's going to say mm-hmm. and they hop to it. He says jump, they say how high. There is no pushback when it comes to certain coaches. Parcells didn't have that, you know. It's certain coaches that just don't tolerate that. And when players see that you take, you they can cross a certain line. Players almost like children. A child will press. You know, they'll try to push that line and see how far they can go. And when you say draw the line that says that this is where you stop, mm-hmm. then most times they'll stop. But a player will press the boundaries with the coach to see how much they can get away with. You gave examples of tough NFL coaches. Is there a current tough NBA head coach? No. Well, maybe Popovich. Yeah, Pop. Just because he runs Pop. the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, that's he's, a great point, He's not though. afraid to talk no. about politics no. or no. anything else. No, Pop, no. 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 Pop, Pop is a throwback, though. You don't yeah. really get coaches. And because a lot of coaches now are former players, 
and they're you know they they kind of. Dan Tony's still coaching, but I don't know how much of that he is. Mm-hmm. I don't think so because I mean Dan Tony seems to have never played defense before, so I can't see how exactly sure. people played for Dan Tony because they know is a run. running gun, yeah, yeah, yeah. free willing style. I don't really have to play defense. He doesn't care if I play defense. We're just going to try to outscore everybody right. and score you know as many points as possible. But if you think about it, I can't. Frank, you got anybody else? No. I it's a damn shame. Spolstra, maybe just because he's got backing of, of ownership. Of that's Riley, probably why Riley. Miami's doing but, well. But I would say that's just fear Riley. of Pat Riley. Right. Yeah, right. I don't think that's fear um, of Spolstra. If you throw a fit, old school style, start yelling at people, some of the young players will just look at you like you've got three heads. They don't yeah. respond. <laughs> they don't respond. They're not motivated by getting yelled yeah. at. They'll just yeah. kind of ball up, you know, curl but up into a ball. They'll, today's, they'll today's... pout and get on social media and, and you know, go on a little pity party that for themselves. That goes into what we're so, talking about, the millennial thing. Exactly. That's just yeah. different. Yeah. It's a so what I'm saying is today's uh, sharp coach or aware coach has to find a way to get through to those guys. Right. Yeah, a new way to motivate. Easy. I don't know what that is necessarily because yeah. I'm from the old school as well. Uh, See, and you know, I, I still don't know what you got in Steve Kerr. You don't have to motivate that team. You just kind of put that on. I don't know. what You can put anybody in there. That's I mean, we I mean, saw that last year. You know, and I love the whole thing where Luke Walton took a team and went undefeated. Well, yeah. Okay. Did he, though? That team operates on its own. You don't That's really what I mean. Even I don't give coach. Walton. I mean, he parlayed it into a job. Good yeah. for him. But I don't think that will tell you how good Luke Walton Nobody is coaching Nobody gave Mike, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yep. No one gives him any credit. None. Didn't even think yeah. to. That's true. Right. <laughs> and he, is he, he still coaching them with them? I think he's on a, I think he's still a sad. Yeah, I don't think, I think so. so. Yeah. But, I mean, I. Yeah. It, it's... That's First right. Of all, they don't do that. When Kerr was out last year, that's right. Yeah. He was cut. But right. you know what? It's a, to, to your point, Dimitri, about the old school thing, it's a softer game. And oh, it's so soft. It's a it drives much me softer crazy. game. They have flagrant fouls, literally, for what, 10, 15 years ago, were just normal fouls. Normal, normal fouls. They got to review and everything. Not even, think, not even think twice about it. It is. It's, they don't they even can. fight right. Don't, they can't they even, can't even get a good scrap anymore. Yeah. No one connects. Can't nobody fight no more. Where's Xavier McDaniels and, and Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Mason, Mason. Need and, and Rodman and Oakley? Yeah. That's what I grew Rodman's up watching. Rodman's in rehab if you need him. He's, in rehab <laughs> he's not on the way to North Korea. <laughs> no, he's another DUI. No. He's in rehab. In all seriousness, would that be a, a positive? A, not not knowing how to fight, but maybe just not fighting as much. That you know, I guess I'm just thinking more society wide. If that's a good thing, no. Oh, that's not good. No. Thing. I like it. I li- I I miss. You know, people the talk about this clothesline. Exactly. People talk Which, about. By the, the way, goons. Mikhail stay in the game. Like today, they would review that play oh, over be, and over again. Suspended. He gets suspended for two or yeah. three games. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gosh, it, it's as talented as these guys are, and how athletic, athletic you have. You know, guys like LeBron is six ten, two sixty, doing the things that he does. As big as he is, they he wouldn't survive in the nineties and eighties. Wouldn't make it. Steph Curry, as good as he is. They'll put him in a body bag. He's too small. <laughs> the only little guy, I mean, Allen Iverson took a beating, uh-huh. but he got right back up. See, they don't do that anymore. If you, no one takes the beating that Allen Iverson used to take no as chance. a little guy going in well, amongst the trees. Look, the, the the commissioner redid the scheduling because of how these players are. Yeah. yeah. They can't, oh, the back to back. I cannot get over this complaint about having to play basketball on back to back. Days. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's a godsend. That's awesome. We get to play again tomorrow. No, for this league, it's all oh, we're going to rest our top players because when you're making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a game, it, it, it's, yeah. This is another reason 
subliminally, I'm thinking, okay, why am I not as interested in the yeah. NBA as I used to be? This it, is that's example it. A. That's it. Huh. Just and it's I, so I get soft. The resting for when Pop rested, I get that. Because you had old-ass players. <laughs> Your players are old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you knew that you were going to get to the playoffs and make a push for the finals. You need Tim Duncan and, and Ginobili and, all, and, and Parker with the old knees. You need them fresh when the playoffs come around. Now, when you start, you know, if a guy's not injured and you're arresting LeBron and big names and young guys, what are you doing that for? There's no need. Pop did it because my guy's old. I got to do it because when I need them, I don't need the arthritis to set in and everything else. He did it for a reason. What anybody else is doing it for, because there are no veteran teams like that anymore. Everybody's basically a young team. There's no need to, to sit anybody or bench anybody, you know, and hold them out of a game. There's no need. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand that. Shall I take us to Kirk Cousins? I always have to ask so oh, apologetically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, uh, yes. What, what's the latest out of Cleveland, George? Joe Thomas, the uh, Cleveland Browns Pro Bowler, said that he would love Kirk Cousins. Not the first person on a team to say he wants Cousins right. this offseason. But, but anyway, should. he said Browns have the first and fourth overall pick. He right. said, I'd sign Cousins oh, and then draft best guy at first and then fourth. I mean, you could get Barkley and you could have Saquon Barkley and Cousins and they got a new offensive coordinator now in Todd Haley. But, uh, but they, have, they, they didn't win a game. Games. They didn't win a game this season. No, they, they won one game last two years. 31 if, for the last two Hugh seasons. Hugh Jackson, coach if, of the year. If you're Kirk and you can only choose between the Skins and the Browns, don't you stay with the Skins? Well, it depends on what your it's, motives are. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you listen to Kirk Cousins, which I refuse to believe any, all the time, he's what he says. <laughs> no, He I says it's not about the money. <laughs> so if you go to Cleveland, to me, it's about the money. It's definitely about the money. It's not about winning because you're not going to do it there. That's what I'm saying. But I would expect Joe Thomas. What what else would Joe Thomas say? Joe Thomas has been in this league for at least 10 years, has been one of the best at his position, perennial Pro Bowl player, and has had to sit and watch terrible quarterbacks in and out, in and out every year. Of course he's going to say that. I would want him to get a quality quarterback because – he is a quality player, and I hate that quality offensive linemen go to waste because they have to play with terrible quarterbacks year in and year out. I feel sorry for him. <laughs> they should put Joe out of his misery and just trade him already. Let him, let him go to a winner. Let him know how that feels. He spent his entire career in Cleveland. Sad. Do you know how terrible that is? Mm-hmm. I cry for that man. That's terrible <laughs> that he has endured that. That's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, whoever has the most money for Kirk, that's where he's going to go. I mean, it's just. Like I Frank sound like he's like me. I'm, I, I'm over it. I'm over it too, and that whole uh, charade about oh, I really want to be here, but yeah, I also want to look somewhere garbage. else. Well, there you go. There's your. He answer. wants to hit free agency. There you go. Just say it. We just know. We it. already yeah. know you want to test free agency. Right. Just tell him. Look, I'm going to test the market. I might give you a shot, yeah. but let me get out here and see what's going on. And when I see what I got out here, then I'll come back and talk to you. Just be honest yeah. about it. Kirk is Say a you pleaser. Want to test the market. He, he wants to please everybody. He wants to please the fan base you here. You can't, can't do it. It's yes. impossible. Somebody should be like, it's impossible. You can't please everybody. Did you hear Adam Schefter say Bruce Allen is one of the smartest men in the NFL? I lost a little respect for Schefter just then. Did you hear? Why, why did he I say lost that? a little yeah, respect for him. I don't know how it came up, or he was on a radio station in <laughs> Denver. Weird. And maybe they were talking about cousins. <laughs> and then he said something about. You know, Bruce Allen's one of the smartest men in the NFL. Why I can't believe said, I was reading that. Come on. Well, if we're going to stay on, with, uh, with things said on Denver radio, mm-hmm. Scott McLuhan, the ex-GM of the Redskins, 
was asked if Kirk Cousins is special. Don't see special. And what he, said. Said, he said, I don't see special, but we tried to put some people around him. Mm. Uh, that's all you really need I to hear. I agree with him. He said he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's not special. He's not. I mean, I don't. Yeah. What else is what else is there to say about that? I mean, he, it's not. He's not criticizing him. He said, acknowledges, yes, he is a good quarterback. Special and good are two very different things. Even special and very good are two very different things. Special puts you in a another stratosphere. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, those quarterbacks are special. He's good. He's Alex Smith and Andy Dalton. You're pretty good. You're not special, though. Right. Not special. So a lot of people perceived it as a criticism where, Jamal, you're saying he's just, he's just, you know. He's being honest. Just like when we talked uh, about an honest the assessment of to the player. To me, the, the thing that I thought about, guys, was, wait a second, has, has his old employers gotten to his ear or something? Because it was, it was something that the brass that he used to work for would be like, exactly, this is why we are arguing not to pay him this money. That's an interesting point, so but we're still waiting for the results point. of that hearing, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's yeah, a, that's a month, that. We're a month so removed from that, and we haven't yeah. heard yeah. it. I would love to hear what was it, Was there a settlement or but something that nobody... It might be. I don't I want know. the transcripts. I don't know how, I don't <laughs> know how that went down. It's interesting because they tried to sign him a couple years ago. Right. Scott McLuhan did. Did Scott McLuhan think then that he was... Good enough to get whatever his contract he was offering, or I think because think it wasn't was thirty million a year, exactly. I think you okay. could lock for, him in for what it was. Yeah. Then it was what about fifteen? Yeah, which I would have. Yeah, anybody he, would he's say. good enough to get that. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a far cry from you know what he's talking about now. Uh, thirty plus right. at fifteen. Yeah, he'll rock with him at fifteen, but he's not special. What's going on with? I'm, I'm I'm hearing some rumblings about Zach Brown. They're in talks. Yeah, but he wants to test free agency too. I think. Yeah, unless you come up with a heck of a deal. Yeah, you, they're going to have to But I don't really, trust them to do that. They're, they're not going to. They're I don't not trust the Redskins. I mean, I, I that should be your top priority to re-sign I him. I think he should. And we don't know that they're not talking, supposedly, but yeah. you have this exclusive window to talk with Cousins now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, are they doing it? I haven't heard. If, if you're asking us, then it's got to be no. <laughs> <laughs> you cover the team. If you're asking exactly. me, I definitely don't know. It'll be out, yeah. But they, they should be, you know, doing what they, what they should be able to do during that time, but... If that's not their priority, then I agree that Zach Brown should be your priority. Correct. But like you said, and I know that he wants to test free agency just because he wants us, not necessarily because he doesn't want to be here. Yeah. He wants to know what his market is outside of here. Mm-hmm. And and he would he might be foolish to take a deal, get an extension here mm-hmm. before he has a chance to really see what he could really get elsewhere. So I don't blame him He had a heck of a year, that. just as he did coming off the year in Buffalo yeah. two years ago. I mean, he, he's put together two very solid years. He was he was upset. He was snubbed for the uh, Pro Bowl yeah. this year, but he made the Pro Bowl last season. Um, he led the league in, in, in tackles for almost the entire season. Yeah. You know, and he missed three games. So he, he's got two very good legs to stand on, you know, in, in, in taking his, his talents to the market. If he does go, okay, you know, you've got some other guys you can bring in. You have to use... Sean Edmonds, Roquan Smith, uh, Edmonds from uh, Virginia Tech. There's some stud linebackers out there you can get if you have to go that that direction. I would love to see them keep Zach Brown. I think he's I mean he's local. That should be and a I top think, priority. I think so. Listen, I'm going to ask you guys as fans, okay? Right, Dimitri, Jamal. Yep. With the Cousins situation, where everybody's over it, right? You're but, over it. But at the same I time, am. what do you what do you want? What what do you want the ultimate outcome to be? Do you want him here? 
Or does it depend? Do you want him here depending? I'll let Dimitri answer that. Uh, well, I, I'm, uh, I'm very excited about uh, ESPN analyst Mel Kuyper Jr. Uh, saying that oh Baker Lord, Mayfield Baker. will come here. You. We'll, you we'll pick him boy. at 13. <laughs> and then you a little. Jersey? You got his jersey already? No, no. Uh, and then a little Colt McCoy for a few games just yeah. to, to no. warm things up. <laughs> and then, I'm on then Baker no. steps in and uh, we're on to a new era. I don't have a problem with it. the Colt McCoy thing. You know how I Listen, feel about I'm that. on record with that. Don't forget that. Well, I mean, McCoy starts the year and they draft somebody, and then they're, gonna, oh, they're not going to think anything twice about got, it. Jay even mentioned you, it at the Senior Bowl. You saw because the Twitter. We got a quarterback, huh? When the Redskins tweeted out a mock draft that had at 13, Baker, Baker Mayfield. The and Redskins they had a picture tweeted of that. The Redskins <laughs> tweeted that. What is wrong with them? Like saying, hey, look at what we're Jay spoke at the Senior about. Bowl and said, look, we got a, we got a quarterback Daniel Jeremiah the said the same thing. Who did? Daniel Jeremiah yeah. had the same mock. I don't, first off, I had, when it comes to Kuyper and McShay, I have turned my ears off to them completely mm-hmm. for years now. If it's not coming from Mike Mayock, Daniel Jeremiah, or, Mayock, or the Charles. Next GM, the Redskins GM, remember? <laughs> he knows what he's talking <laughs> I about. Right? I do remember. Did, he, a, did he interview? No. No, no that no. was just something just, that just, floated that's what out I thought That was unbelievable. Yeah. That was just floated and out. Wasn't that Rappaport? Was it Rappaport? Yeah, he, he went on a bad stretch of, <laughs> misinformation. of, of misinformation having to do with the Redskins. I really stopped listening to him altogether. <laughs> but if it's not Mike Mayock or Charles Davis or, one, or, or NFL Network, I don't want to hear nothing. Mel Kipe is the same person that said, and somebody tweeted this yesterday. If by 2018, which we are sitting in 2018 right now, that he would retire if Jimmy Clausen was <laughs> not yeah, remember that? an elite a quarterback. Yeah. Saw that. So uh, do you listen to someone like that? Yeah. No. I don't, I don't want to hear anything Mel Kiber has to say. I'm not taking nothing away from his resume, but give me Mike Mayock. He's a much better uh, evaluator of talent than, uh, than Kuyper. Baker Mayfield, I don't mind. But like I said before, just like with running backs – this quarterback class is stacked as well. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. We're bound to get somebody. One yeah. of the names. Well, you is don't have to jump there. out and grab him. Now he did measure in at six feet because people were trying to figure out. Mm. Like he's like six feet and three quarters because mm-hmm. people were trying to figure out is this an under six foot quarterback and and then they're gonna start measuring hands and all that stuff. JP, who was on last week, tweeted out he's got some zip on the ball. Yeah. But what he tweeted out today, his first snap on the center, he fumbled it. Uh oh. Now he's done. Yeah. But, but, but you know he's a spread. These guys do. Now they say the same thing right. about Mitch Trubisky. These guys do not take snaps on the center. Yeah. Now if you're a small guy with small hands, you're gonna have a problem with that. So I don't know what he looks like on the center. I just heard you know the risk of a bad attitude, but he can pass. He can pass. I mean, I don't. We Good talked about the guy. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> talked about this before. He's gonna have to go on these visits and meetings with his team between now and and when he gets to the combine. And like I said before, prove that he's not a jackass. Mm-hmm. Prove, like Demetrius said, you are not Johnny Manziel. Right. Show us that you're not that guy. You had some uh, snap of bad judgment. You were emotional during the game. Uh, all of that. I understand Ohio State was a big win, and you thought you could plant a flag in the actual thing that doesn't work. But then the outburst on the side show yeah. us that it's not really you. Right. So he's gonna. Have, that's what he's gonna have to do. I think he can play. I wouldn't be opposed uh, to have him. You know, at thirteen. But there are fans other would go crazy, right? I mean, I, I guess it doesn't take much. There for are fans people to go crazy. on Twitter that that have him already, and I don't know where they uh, how they do this. But they have him already in <laughs> yeah. a Redskins jersey. 
They, I, they, I think I've fans, seen him. Well, fans are cousins fatigued also. Yeah. They're done with it. I've seen him. I've seen someone Photoshop uh, Lam, uh, Lamar Jackson in a Redskins jersey. Uh, Mason Rudolph. That was Josh Frank. Allen. That was Frank who did that. <laughs> people are people are turned like off to, the, to Lamar Jackson. I like but Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to say anything because I like Johnny Manziel coming out of college. Oh, I thought yeah. he was going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I just say, you know what? I'm not going to give my advice. Yeah, well, right. Rudolph's here. Rudolph met with the Skins. See that? Rudolph and he said, said he grew up a Red, true. Yeah, he said he grew up a Redskins fan. Ooh, Play for the Redskins. Sure. If he's healthy, he I mean, I don't, I don't know that. what he's going to look like. In the, uh, he gets come the combine, his foot should be healed. Mm-hmm. So they said he should he should be good to go by then. But it, there's it right now. It's so many things can change. We're so early in well, yeah, in, in the draft the process. The first thing that has to happen is the cousins domino. You have to figure it, and you have to do it quickly. Yeah, you I, the, you have to figure it out quickly. It may feel a hot name now, but you know how this process goes from now up until the combine, up until the draft. People's names they're going to rise up draft boards, fall off draft boards. Who knows? He's the hot name now. Mm-hmm. It could be somebody else because mm-hmm. nobody else is hollering about Darnold and Rosen right it's now. It's funny, though, because you know. it does seem how Mayfield is the perfect Redskins guy as far as come he'll in put, with some flash, sell mm-hmm. some tickets. Yeah. He'll put butts in the seats. Make you forget about Cousins. How yeah. they screw he'll, that up. He'll put butts in the seats until he All right, that's, the, that's our up. guy. <laughs> that's your guy. By the way, uh, are the Redskins still trying to obscure guy. the mistake of two years ago? Are they oh, still yeah. trying to spin it in a way like, oh no, everything's I guarantee fine. You it's no, gonna happen. We didn't mess this up. I guarantee you when he walks, that's going something is going it's gonna come out. Something's going to They're gonna leak something. be spun that it's cousins is <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, yeah it, right? it, it was him and, and he wanted to do the, you see what they did what they did to McLuhan. Why would Kirk Cousins see that's the thing. Why would you after all of this Want to be here? Yeah, I know he's yeah. saying that he wants to be here. Blah blah blah. That stuff sticks with you no matter what. Bruce Allen coming out and saying that we offered him the highest amount of money that we possibly could. Blah blah blah. Who does that? Never happens right. before. The Redskins did it. The way they handled Scott McLuhan. Um, the the beat goes on. And that as an employee of a place, I'd be like, there's no way. I would tell my inner circle. Get me out of here. That's it. <laughs> well, that's what's going to happen. It's a fact he doesn't trust. He doesn't trust. Th- there you go. Yeah. There you go. Why? Yes. So I won't even. And plus, if you if you sign long term deal, depending on what your relationship was with Jay, fine. But if this team goes six, ten, seven, and nine next year, he's, he's not going to have a job either. You're going to be starting over. Why? Yeah. I mean, you know, you, there's yeah. so many unknowns. Six and ten with a rookie QB, though, maybe it looks different. <laughs> Looks yeah. different. We talked about that last week. It, it, looks, it, different. Looks, it looks different. It, it depends how you get to the six. You yeah. start out six and zero oh and go zero oh and ten. Yeah. Then we yeah, got that's issues. no good. That's funny. But if you're competitive, yeah. In your ten losses, Colt McCoy opening day. <laughs> oh next man, year. next month, next year opening stop. day, Monday night against the Super Bowl. You're on board with runner that too, up. No, I'm just the runner up. <laughs> I'm being fake. By the way, does Come anybody on. think the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl? Yes. No. no. What? Money line them. I don't know. I was uh, very bullish on the Eagles last week. I can't figure out what's going to happen. I can't in the Super wait Bowl. for the pre-game analysis. Yeah. And to see where everybody's leaning. Because we heard all Vikings all last week. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. going to run rough shot. That defense is too good. Jaguars would have a heck of a fight against yeah. the Patriots. And if they'd actually played with a little bit of more, you know what I'm saying. Uh, well, if they didn't they play sh- not to lose in they the second played, half. There you go. Yeah. The Eagles, they get the ball. This is when I said, you know what? They actually may have a shot. They got the ball with, what, 29 seconds left in the first half? Yeah. And instead of taking a knee, yeah. they went down the field and scored three points. Yeah. 
and they're going to play against the Patriots like they did against the Vikings. Hey, we got nothing to lose. Just like Jacksonville played, there's nothing to lose. So I give them a shot. I'm not. That's not my official prediction. But that's the thing. If if last weekend's teams show up to the Super Bowl, you would have a great point. In other words, the Eagles that we saw at the link. Uh, and the the Patriots that we saw struggling against the Jaguars, well, but go, I don't yeah. know that those are the two teams I that are going to show up. I think, on I Super Bowl think Nick Foles was playing an outer body experience. I don't yeah. think he's got anything. I don't. Like I, that, th- I don't you? think he can do that twice. Right. right. I don't think he can do that twice. And and actually, he would be doing it a third time third because time. he was facing criticism for the first Falcons play. game. Yeah. yeah, the Falcons. And game. Belichick's got two weeks to prepare for yeah. Nick. Foles. Exactly, yeah. and then you're playing the Patriots. Yeah. And I, I'm not calling them cheaters. All I'm saying is. They happen to, to some calls, you know, bounce in their direction uh. at uh, inopportune times for the opposing I team. Love the referee Pat so you, Brady, that congrats. You've got to go. You got to play against that too. Unbelievable. You see a lot. You saw that, right? Yeah. yeah. At the end of the game, the ref comes right up to him right away, That's and somebody said, "Oh, if Jacksonville won, they'd no, no they wouldn't no, have they gone to Blake Bortles." Are you kidding me? They don't me? even know who Blake Bortles is. No, but exactly. It's such a everything is as we've heard before. Everything everything is so minuscule in the successes and failures. That drive that was kept alive by the officials in mm-hmm. that first half was the difference in the game, 24-20. See, that's what I'm On talking about. An awful pass interference call when two guys are jostling. Right. right. Down the sideline. Down the sidelines. Uh, and there was a call before that as well. Those are the type of things, if you're Philadelphia, you literally have to defend and say, guys, yep. we cannot even grab or touch. Like right. It's literally to that point where Don't the Patriots will get the benefit of the doubt. They're going to get those crazy. calls. It's like yeah. Jordan and LeBron and Kobe – Get you calls in the NBA that other players don't you gotta get. Know. The Patriots get calls that other other teams don't get. Know that it wasn't pass interference, but was that? That's what I was. What I meant. Those sort of calls mm-hmm. are difference makers in the game, and we all know that by the slightest margin in the Super Bowl, just the smallest, slightest call at any point yeah. in the game. Yep. could determine the outcome. Well, nobody brings up the strip fumble. Right. Where he got up and started running, yeah. and because right. they had blown the whistle, the, worst the play was dead. Now, if you looked at the replay, it didn't look like the guy was touched. No. And he was going the other way for six. He was gone. Yeah. He was gone. Sorry, we yeah, got another week to just dissect Well, I was going to say, we yeah. could devote the well, what, all next week's What I want to get into real quick when we were talking about this, and I will preface this by saying to the good Eagles fans that we know here, Mike Jakaitis, Joan Jones, Rob, a lot of <laughs> Rob Stallworth. Oh, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. Those are very too. fine, upstanding Eagles fans. Are and they, and I, I hope they <laughs> get a Super Bowl. I can't go for the Eagles because I don't go for anybody. If you're not you on who my, gets a Super Bowl? The Eagles are those, no, no, no. those friends. Those friends oh, deserve oh. one. The Eagles don't. I don't <laughs> like the Eagles. I can't go for the Eagles, so I'll leave it at that. But Minnesota, good people of Minnesota, please be warned that the jackasses are coming to town for the next two weeks. That was a small snippet of what you saw in Philly. That would be coming to your front door. Uh-huh. People throwing beer cans at people's heads, batteries, buses, at the buses, buses mm. throwing Corona bottles. And two weeks in a row, two Eagles fans thought it was, you got to be a special kind of stupid to think it's a good idea to punch a police horse in the face. Yeah, what? Who does it? Who you know? Doesn't everybody these, do that? These are the type of buffoons that are coming to your town. You know what? If I'm the mayor of Philly, 
I want to get a championship, but if you're the mayor of Philly, I hope you have a good contingency plan in your budget because your whole city is going to go up in smoke. They're going to tear Nothing. that place apart. Do they, do they destroy even when they win? <laughs> <laughs> they destroy anything. They were setting oh, things on fire. Yep. They were greasing the poles on the uh, yeah. the, the lampposts so the idiots couldn't climb. And they got up there anyway. They still did it, yeah. They right. got up there yeah. anyway. So for people in Minnesota, I would treat it like a hurricane's coming. If you don't have to go outdoors, stay in the house and avoid the, the downtown metropolitan area of, 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 of Minneapolis because the buffoons are coming to your city. Maybe it'll be really cold and they'll all freeze outside. No. That's Philly. They don't care. They be out there in their drawers. These people are insane. <laughs> There's a reason why there was a jail underneath the old vet. That's true. When you when you realize that as a franchise, you have to put a jail in your stadium for your fans, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, I just want to say that. In, get in, it, the name of, in the name of fairness, the, the Pats fans are not the most upstanding yeah, citizens either. No, they're, they're not, but they're not punching police horses in the face. No. And did you see the clip of the guy who ran into the uh, on yeah. the train platform? I, I watched it. Well, apparently it was okay afterwards. He just kept <laughs> yeah, going. But did you see it from the reverse angle? Uh-uh. From the reverse angle, he hit the pole, hit the train. Yeah. And he's lucky the train was there because if the train All hadn't right. pulled up, yeah. this idiot would have been on the damn tracks. Mm-hmm. I can watch this that is video. the lunacy that they that, that dealing I with. Right. That video I, that, I know other people's <laughs> fans uh, get wild, and you know the Raiders like to fight folks and, right. and all that. And I would like to see just a little bit of um for Redskins fans because we just get we soft, we get taken over, they take over our whole spot. They're like on the, the line, like the millennials. Mm. Philly fans are on the <laughs> line of of soccer hooligans. Yeah, that's the craziness you're dealing with. I like that. I, know, I, I like know that Philly, as a final I, word. I know no. New York, New Orleans, uh, New England fans get crazy, but. From what I now, saw Philly's this weekend, level. yeah, that that is that is nonsense. I'm sorry, Demi, that's been bothering me. Uh, oh <laughs> no, no, I, I think it's <laughs> a legitimate point. Point. I mean, that's been, that's been bothering me since since Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly no defender of uh, of the Philadelphia <laughs> there fans. Yeah, all right. Well, Frank, are you uh, picking Philadelphia? Guess, uh, I'm not not picking yet for the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I just don't know if the Philly team that I believed in so strongly this past right, weekend right. is going to be able to do it. But I, of course, I won't I won't hide under the table. I'll give a prediction next week, as I'm sure everybody will. Frank, welcome. Welcome back to the Glass Thanks, Enclosed. Thanks, We right, really guys. appreciate it. Thank you, bros. So it's Frank Hanrahan and George Wallace, Jamal Bowens. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Redskins fans, large and small, all around the world, God help you. The DMV <laughs> Sports Roundtable is on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and on WTOP's mobile app. You just tap listen. We'll see you later when we'll talk a whole lot more about the Super Bowl.